I just feel like when we rely solely on technology, and I do think it's a good jump start for a lot of people, you know, and those people that are very sedentary that need those reminders until you get in a good cadence. But we know when we've been sitting too long, my legs tense up, my back hurts. Like I don't feel good when I'm just sitting, sitting, sitting. I know I am listening to my body. I am focused intrinsically on what I need, not externally, whether it's a device or someone else telling you what to do. So I think these gadgets can be helpful in the short term for people, but once you're in a rhythm, it can be taken to a detriment. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so happy that you've joined us today. It's just Stephanie and I today, and we are going to talk about what some of the things that we've been watching and reading and listening to. And Stephanie, maybe you want to kick it off and tell me, what have you been reading lately? Well, um, this is going back a little bit because honestly, I have not been reading or watching a lot in the last couple of weeks, but One, a great book that I read over the summer was The Magnificent Lives of Marjorie Post. And it's by Allison, and I'm going to totally probably botch her name, but it's, I'll say, Padalputra is how I'm going to pronounce it. And we'll link all this up in the show notes. But it's historical fiction, which I don't typically read a lot of. And I I really, really enjoyed this. And it goes through like the Post family, like the Post Serial Company and how her father founded it and just their life, which was, it came from very humble upbringing, upbringings. And Marjorie was married several times and she just had this really interesting life. Um, And the influence that she had as a woman going back decades and decades and her love for um, just helping others overall, like philanthropy and her influence, even within American political system. So really, really good. Highly recommend it. I would give you my book to read, Marnie, but literally by the end of my trip, the whole book had like completely fallen apart. (laughs) So I literally have had, I've never had to like throw a book away or recycle it so quickly, but like literally no one could read it. Every like section was like broken. I don't know what that says about me, but anyway, or or what it says about the way the book was made. I know. Well, (laughs) unless you were really rough on that book. I (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah. So that, I mean, I've listened to audibles too, but for now, let's just say that'll be my book. And then I've started a couple books, but I think I'll wait and talk about those next time. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I just finished, it was for my book club and I, I wasn't sure how I felt about reading the book when it came up, but it's called The Covenant of Water. And Mm -hmm. it's by Abraham Vergesi. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. And he wrote that Cutting for Stone book that was really popular a few years ago. Yeah. 
And it's a really big book. I was just in Thailand. So like I had some time to actually read the book, but it's set in India and it follows a family for three generations. And there's so many characters in the book. And the first quarter of the book, I was like, oh my gosh, I really don't like this book. This is, I'm so confused. There's so many characters. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. But everyone was like, this is the best book ever. So I stuck with it. I ended up loving the book in the end. Um, I got so into the characters and I don't really want to get into a whole lot about what it's about, but there's some medical things. There's a lot of family. The character development is wonderful. There's some things with some drownings. There's a lot of very vivid descriptions. And I just, I just really, really enjoyed it in the end. He's a beautiful writer. And I think that if this is a book that interests you and you want to read it, stick with it because it is a little confusing in the beginning. I kind of wish there was like a tree that like <laughs> broke it out for who all the people were. And there probably is online. I just haven't looked, but I'm really excited to discuss the book with other people that have read it. Yeah. And then after I finished that book, I needed like a, just a beachy, no brainer, easy read. And so I read book lovers by Emily Henry and she writes a lot of just really beachy kinds of reads. And I just yeah. enjoyed it. I think I read it in like a day and a half. And um, I always like those kind of books. Like they're very predictable. There's usually, you know, it's a love story, happy ending, but I enjoyed yeah. it. But you need that, especially if it's, if you've struggled a little bit to get into a book or to read a book, because it's just a really long one. Like it sounds like you had, it's like, Almost like it's very satisfying to be like, oh, and I can just read this quickly and easily yeah. and I don't have to like really use my brain all too much. So And sometimes yeah. after reading a deeper read, I really do need <laughs> to not use my brain. I still want to read, but right. I just want like a basic kind of book. Yeah. That kind of takes you away into like someone else's yeah. world for a little bit. Yeah. Totally. We'll love it. And we'll link all that up in the show notes, of course. Um, so what have you been listening to? So in all honesty, I haven't been listening to anything but our podcast, <laughs> Art of Living Well <laughs> podcast. Um, I've been catching up on some of our episodes that I was kind of on a backlog. And I have to say that like our Energy Bits episode and our episode on DNA testing, they were so good. And I'm not trying to toot our own horn at all, <laughs> but I just really love those episodes. And so... That's all I've listened to. I haven't listened to any other podcasts in probably the last month. What about yeah. you? Well, I've listened to some books and that have been super interesting. How to Do the Work, which is by <laughs> Dr. Uh, Nicole LaPera, who's known as the holistic psychologist, who a lot of you have probably follow on Instagram. She's amazing. I love her Instagram content that she delivers. I've never heard of her. Really? Okay. Well, we'll... We'll link her up for you too, Marina. <laughs> um, but anyway, I finally read, listened to her book and she just shares, she has a highly sought after protocol. So she's a traditionally trained psychotherapist that realized a lot of the traditional methods weren't, weren't working for what, for herself and for her patients, you know, so kind of similar to like a functional or integrative doctor when you look at more traditionally trained doctors, right? And so she just has this, she's taken her traditional training 
And then she combines like mental and physical and spiritual wellness. And she's created this protocol that works. It's worked time and time again for a lot of her patients and herself. And she shares her own personal journey throughout this story, which, which throughout the book, which I mean, there were some parts in there that I could just so, so relate to, which is why I liked it as well. But I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. And I think for me, just continuing to be in therapy, it was super helpful. It's like an augment for someone who's going through therapy or has gone through therapy in the past. And maybe, you know, things start brewing up again, right? So anyway, if nothing else, check out her Instagram feed because I find it really helpful. And, you know, she has a lot of like real content in there and just like quotes and reminders. And anyway, what was her name? Um, um, Dr. Nicole LaPera. Okay. L-E-P-E-R-A. And then I also listened to um, Viola Davis's memoir called Finding Me, which is really good. I mean, I want to listen to that. Powerful. You know, her story from like, I mean, you, 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 you listen, you're like, oh, my gosh, the fact that you came all this way from, I mean, just the poverty and the trauma and. You know, it's all about stop running from your past and just be radically honest. And it kind of reminded me, you know, some messages in there, Marnie, are like no different than the memoir that you wrote and just encouraging people to be you, you know, like especially for someone that had a really hard, very challenging upbringing to who she is today. But you have to like remember and honor that past and not just try to like push it behind you. Yeah. So I think everyone can relate to something in that book, you know, to to some degree. So. That's on my list. Mm -hmm. Definitely want to read that. And have you been watching anything? So sadly, I have not been watching. I think when I was thinking about this episode, I watched a bunch of stuff a little bit earlier on in the summer. And like when I had some longer trips, because I'll tend to watch, you know, on airplanes, but I haven't been watching that much lately. So from a TV standpoint, I think I did watch the last thing he told me, which I think I talked about. I listened to the book a while ago. And I finally watched that series and it's with Jennifer Garner, who I just love. So highly recommend that. I think it's on Hulu. I watched that. That was great. I thought that was really good. And then I'm still watching um, the, I'm still watching Ted Lasso, which I need to pick back up again. I was like waiting for a time to watch it with my youngest son. And then we haven't. And so I need to like, that's kind of why I haven't finished that one yet. And then, and just like that, which is the you know, Sex and the City, HBO, we're on season two. And I watched a bunch of episodes and I was caught up. And then now I know there's more out there and I just haven't finished them. But I'm really enjoying that one as well. So I think too, when it's so nice out, it's hard for me to just like sit and watch TV. And so I think when the month, when it starts to get cooler and it's darker earlier, I'll have more time to just maybe like watch a show or two. And yeah, what about you? So I also haven't been watching a lot of TV, probably because it's summer, but I was on a really long flight and I watched the movie Otto and it was with Tom Hanks. And I think it came out in 2022 or 2023. And I always would see like the promotional stuff on it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. It looks okay. But it's like a three hour movie or a two and a half hour movie. And Tom Hanks is amazing. And I was on this long flight and I'm like, I need a long movie. Yeah. So I watched it and I thought it was fantastic. And it's really about this grumpy old man mm-hmm. who is ready to end his life because he has lost his own wife and his 
he's just devastated. And then it's about these neighbors that move in and how the neighbors change his entire life. And I really thought about this movie quite a bit after watching it. Like just, I was just sitting there and thinking about the power of community and how making those friendships and like the friendships that he made in this movie were very unlikely friendships, but they were neighbors and they, you know, the, the woman that moved in just kept on coming by and kept bringing him food and making the effort and the way that this relationship kind of developed over the course of the movie, I thought was actually amazing and so powerful. And just a reminder to all of us that, you know, being part of a community and reaching out to that grumpy old man that, you know, maybe there's something going on with him and maybe there's a reason why he's grumpy and he just needs a friend or whatever it is. But I loved the movie. Marty and I are thrilled to share two new products that we've both been using daily for several months and are loving the results. Do you need better nutrition, improved energy or focus, but don't know how? Well, Energy Bits Spirulina Algae Tablets are your answer. They are effortless to take and organically grown. These bits of food are 100% spirulina, which is the most nutrient-dense, antioxidant-rich, high-protein food in the world. You just swallow or chew a few tablets each morning or whenever you are tired or hungry to improve your mitochondria, your energy, your gut health, focus, and reduce your hunger and cravings. They also replace the need for caffeine. Energy bits are safe for the entire family and pets love them too. Maybe you need to improve your gut health, support your detoxification, or add more green nutrition to your diet. Recovery Bits Chlorella Tablets are the perfect solution. Recovery Bits USDA certified chlorella tablets are bits of food that strengthen your immune system, protect you from colds or viruses, remove toxins, speed recovery from sports injury, and add the vegetables and greens to your diet. This will ensure you're getting your daily requirements of greens and enjoying better sleep when you take them before bed. I've noticed a big improvement in my sleep. I'm sleeping much more soundly, not waking up at night. And when I do wake up in the morning, I have so much energy and just feel really well rested. If you're ready to supercharge your energy, health, and longevity, head on over to the Energy Bits website, E-N-E-R-G-Y-B-I-T-S dot com, energybits.com. Use the discount code LIVING for 20% off your entire order. Okay, it's so funny because I started watching it. I think it was on my flight back from Greece and then I didn't have time to watch it. So I need to go back because I only got maybe like 45 minutes or an hour into it. But I totally agree with you. It's like, even the little things like complimenting someone when you see them or just having a conversation with that person standing in the line to check out for your groceries. Like you have no idea like what they're going through, what their day's been like. And that one simple conversation or compliment could literally like change their life, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a a couple of very powerful scenes where he's about to yeah. end his life uh-huh. and the woman is like banging on the door yes. and and literally interrupts him and it's like she doesn't uh, even realize what's going right. on i saw that part i have i did see that first one which is yeah where i was thinking too well yeah. that's a great one yep and tom hanks is awesome yeah yeah he's amazing like yeah. truly he really yep. pulled that role off very well because he is not a grumpy old man right right <laughs> well that's a sign of a good actor i guess right, right? Totally. Yeah. 
So another thing that I've just been thinking about. So I just got back from a trip with my parents and my brother. We traveled to Thailand for our 50th birthdays. And it was, I haven't traveled with my parents and brother, just the four of us since I was in high school. And on this trip, I just really had a lot of time to think about appreciating the little things and appreciating the big things in life and really thinking about just living in the present and not focusing on like everything that was going on at home. And there was a lot of stuff going on at home, but I just really disengaged as much as I could from what was going on at home. And I feel like having that mindset shift really elevated my experience, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about your trip. Like you were in a Buddhist country and was there anything about your experiences that, I don't know, that had you thinking this way too a little bit? You know, I went to a ton of Buddhist temples and they're so beautiful. And like, they all have a gong outside. I actually ended up buying a gong for home because I love, I literally had to hit every gong in every temple, (laughs) but I learned that you're supposed to hit the gong three times and it's for um, health, happiness, and peace. And it's good luck. And I just love that. Like what kind of religion has that? Right. And it's, you know, you take your shoes off before you walk into the temple and it's so peaceful. Like I saw a lot of monks on this trip And I heard some monks chanting, which I thought was so cool and beautiful. But a majority of the country is Buddhist. And, you know, I don't remember all the tenets of Buddhism because I studied it a long time ago, but it's very like peaceful and no harm and, you know, being kind to your neighbor. And there's just all of these wonderful things there. There's like I saw... I don't think I saw any homeless people on the entire trip because these temples take in the people that maybe don't have as much or they're hungry or they don't have a home or whatever. And they really take care of each other. And I don't know. I just the the whole, I guess, vibe, (laughs) if you can say vibe of a country that, you know, I was only there for 10, 12 days. So I thought was beautiful and peaceful and calm and loving and. I just really loved it. Yeah. Well, that sounds wonderful. Like truly. And it's uh, just a gift to be with your immediate family that you haven't been with in like decades on a trip like that. You know, as we get older, as our parents get older, you know, those reality is there's far fewer of those opportunities. So totally. Definitely and even something think- to be grateful for. Yeah. And even thinking about like the food, everything's so fresh, like they're, we, you know, we stopped at a lot of markets and the women were like literally picking the mushrooms in the woods and then they're bringing them to the markets and they're washing the mushrooms and there's tons of different kinds of mushrooms and, the, and then they're selling them right there. And the avocados, like you could buy five avocados for like 30 cents. Oh five. my gosh. I mean, when you think about what we spent here yeah, and the mangoes and the, all the, you know, special fruits. I mean, the food, it was just so delicious and fresh and inexpensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they have that figured out. They do. And now you're making me really hungry because, you know, it's <laughs> day two of our liver detox. And yes. not that we starve on this at all, but 
you know, I'm doing my own modified version, but I am getting hungry right now. Um, yes. And especially because we're not eating fruit, right? Right. Right. But, you know, just in general, like, you know, one of the other things we were talking about before we started recording is just like being more present, right? Which is something, again, we've talked about on lots of episodes on this show. But I think one thing I was going to, you know, just mention is I ditched my Apple Watch. It's been now, I don't know, like seven, eight weeks. I honestly, I should have written down the day that I stopped doing this. And I shared a little bit out of on social media. And I was like, you know, I think for me, it was just too much. And I think sometimes it's one, not being present because you're getting pinged. Even when you turn off notifications, I still feel like it's there. And then all the tracking of the workouts and the steps. And I'm not saying that's not good, but I don't think it's necessarily good for everyone. And I don't think it was necessarily good for myself because you're not fully engaged in the moment of the activity that you're doing, whether it's a workout or a walk or yoga or whatever. And you're thinking about like, oh, did I hit Did I hit start? Oh no, I didn't start my workout. Uh-oh, now it's not gonna be tracked for the full time. You know, And I see other people doing this too, right? Not just myself. So I just, I decided to give it up for one week. And then like three weeks later, I still, and I ditched my aura ring too at the same time. And I haven't gone back to the watch. I mean, I literally now I just don't even have a watch on half the time, which kind of drives me crazy. And I'm someone that's literally had a watch because I'm always like, what time is it? What time is it all the time? But even that, like how focused and present are you if you're looking at your watch all the time? So I just wanted to share that I've like really been enjoying this kind of new me to a certain extent. And I've started using the aura ring a little bit, but really more from a sleep standpoint. And I was curious just because I started taking some algae tablets that really help at night with sleep. So I was kind of curious on the impact, but I'm like not using the Apple watch anymore. Like, so if anyone else wants to buy my Apple watch from me, um, it's available, it's going to be for sale. And now I'm just trying to figure out, like, I just want like a inexpensive, like sporty kind of watch, but not one that is connected to my phone. That's so interesting, Stephanie. And I love hearing about your experience because actually when I was on this trip with my family, my mom was like, why do you keep looking at your watch? Are you getting <laughs> notifications on your watch? She literally asked me like, what's going on on your watch? Cause you keep looking at it. Mm-hmm. And it's making me think like, that actually is pulling me away from the present moment. And I am like you, where I do get wrapped up in the steps and the whatever, all the tracking information. I don't even yeah. get notifications in terms of like texts and stuff on my watch because I have it all turned off. But like, do I really need to know how many steps? Like, I know I'm getting my steps in for the most part daily, right? right. I know how long my walk is and whatever, like, so I, I might have to try that. I might have to follow your lead. I think I think it's a good idea. And I never loved the idea of being attached to Wi-Fi all the time anyway. Right. That's so, another. Yeah. You know, I, you know, the other thing too is I just feel like when we rely solely on technology and I do think it's a good jump start for a lot of people, you know, and those people that are very sedentary that need those reminders until you get in a good cadence, but we know when we've been sitting too long, my legs tense up, my back hurts. Like I don't feel good when I'm just sitting, sitting, sitting. I know I am listening to my body. I am focused intrinsically on what I need, not externally, whether it's a device or someone else telling you what to do. So I think these gadgets can be helpful in the short term for people. But once you're in a rhythm, it can be taken to a detriment. So all you're doing is like looking at how many steps you have or looking at your workout or what's my heart rate? Like 
we all know when our heart rate is getting up. We all know when we're, you know, in a cardio state or when we haven't been doing enough cardio or what have you. So I think we just need to tune out so much of the outside noise and figure out what really works for us and stop just listening to all, everything that everyone, other people tell us or whether it's a device or not, you know? So I think we just lose our sense of self and lose our sense of our ability to, to listen, to trust our gut, you know, all the things that we say on here. So for me, that's what's been, that's, what's been the best. And honestly, to be like, it's okay. I didn't track anything for a week or two weeks. Did anything negative happen? Did anything bad come out of it? Did I not move my body every day? I did still the same things that I was going to do anyway, even if I had my watch on, but just with so much less of a distraction. And like now when I sit there and I'm like in my workout where I may have some downtime, I'm not like, oh, looking at my watch. and Oh, who can I, I have a few minutes here. Who can I text or, you know, read a text or whatever, even if you don't have those notifications on. And now I'm just like, yeah, I'm just enjoying the moment. Maybe I take a few more deep breaths while I have, you know, that extra bit of time in between an exercise. So I don't know. I've really enjoyed it. I was just going to say it's it's a tool, right? Like it's meant to be used yeah. as a tool. And I think as humans, we get like too sucked in and it's really hard to remember this is a tool. This is not, right. you know, you need it every second of the day. Like maybe if you're running you know, I'm going to be running a 10 mile race in a couple of weeks. I might want to have the watch on. So I know my mileage leading up to that, but maybe I just right, put the right. watch on for that. Right. And the rest of the day, I I don't have it. And I'm, I'm really going to try this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm probably going to sit because... and look at my empty wrist for right. a while because well, I'm in the habit. And I started wearing, you know, a, a nice watch that I've had for since my oldest was born, I started wearing that more. And then a lot of times I don't have a watch on. I do want just like an inexpensive watch. Like I do want to know what time it is. I do want like a timer. Like I use the timer a lot. Like if I'm cooking or I need to be somewhere, yes. but I also don't have the, you know, the pings when my phone's put away. If my phone's away, then it's away. No one else is able to like, you know, access me. Yeah. Well, and then just trying to be more present with your kids when you're, you know, versus checking like your mom said checking yes. your wrist. What's going on? Right. Right. So we would love to hear from you guys. Are you wearing tracking devices, Apple watches, Aura rings, or any other kinds of tracking devices? Mm -hmm. And what do you think about it? Do yeah. you want to ditch it? Stephanie's leading the charge. I'm going to follow, <laughs> see who else wants to join us. Yep. I had, you know, one week, you, you guys can do anything for one week. And if anyone out there has a good recommendation for like a sportier, but not super expensive, kind of watch, just a basic watch, but one that, you know, looks decent, please let us know because I'm still on the search for one. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah. Happy fall. And we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.